Hello, I'm Andy Thorne and you're listening to The Conversion Engine. So is a website user research necessary? Um, so you might know your website inside out or might think you do, but do your visitors feel the same? Uh, don't assume you know what your potential customers need from your site. Do your re- user research. That's, uh, that's really important. Um, and so let's find out why in this article. Mm. So uh, you filled your website with lots of information about your business, um, shared your team pics, your testimonials, put examples of your work in, uh, put your products in if it's an e-commerce site. So you've got your catalogue in there, or you've categorised everything perfect. So you've got all the information in there and that's great. <clears throat> um, but could you have missed something? Do your website visitors struggle to find the information they need? Or is there a part of your site they simply don't understand? Uh, These are not questions that you can answer uh, by just reviewing your site. And the best people to evaluate your website are the people who use it. They're the experts. Um, So is website user research necessary? The answer is uh, yes, it is definitely. So uh, your users can strip away all illusion. So they provide information you need to improve your site and its impact. And they can also help you to avoid the peril of expensive website designs that don't actually work. So I always think that by knowing something works before, getting evidence to know something works before you build it uh, can be a a lot less of an expensive exercise and make sure you launch with something that you know is going to work. So as George Bernard Shaw said, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. So in other words, you may think that someone understands a product page um, on your e-commerce site, that you've, you've put the product title there in an image. You may think that you've communicated that to them and they understand the product, um, but don't assume that that is the case. Um, so Shaw wrote this quote long before the internet was even imagined, but it's truer today than ever before. Um, so that leads me into the power of objectivity. There's no doubt that creating the best website for your business involved a considerable amount, or does in, and can involve a uh, considerable amount of consideration, uh, planning, creativity, and development. So there's a lot that goes on um, when you're making a website. Uh, you've got a plan or a website prototype that's ticking all the right boxes. You may even have a live website that's been around for a while, reflecting the hard work that you invested in it. Um, But when you sweat over any form of creative or marketing project, you become way too familiar with it and um, you lose the ability to be objective. And that lack of objectivity means that you can't assess the merits of your website in a clear-headed, impartial way. So what can you do about it? Um, The simplest way, well actually not the simplest way, but the best way is to talk to your users, the people who use your website about issues with your site. Um, They're not as wedded to it as you are um, and they will give you a clear and objective view. Um, So find people who are unfamiliar with your website or new design feature. So if it's an existing site that they are familiar with and you've launched something new, um, just ask them to use it. Uh, This is otherwise known as user testing. So a big part of user research is just getting someone to test the site. So user user research techniques such as user testing or user interviews. 
uh, offers you fresh fresh perspectives um, and uncovers problems that they have when using your website. So that's uncovering massive problems for you. Um, so, for example, you'd be amazed at how many people don't know. Uh, people don't do. Oh yeah, sorry. Let's tell that again. For example, you'd be amazed how many people don't do what you expect them to do, such as find certain products or services on your site or have no idea to check out. Even though to you it's completely obvious, they still they, they still struggle with it um, sometimes. So watching them and just observing is, is the best way to find out those, those issues. Um, constant feedback creates continuous improvement. So this is not this shouldn't be just a one-off exercise. Whenever you launch, um, so if you've got your own website, if you're an e-commerce company, um, and you launch a new product or a new range of products, or um, there's a completely new version of your site or design features, um, you should just always have this kind of um, this user research and user testing embedded in as part of your process. So your process at the moment is probably some looks like something like um, like wireframe something, plan plan the website, get it designed, get it developed, and then launch it before it gets developed, before it gets launched, and even you can do it at the wireframe stage, at the kind of planning stage if you want. Um, but most people will do it at the design stage. At that design stage, get feedback from people. That could be as simple as just asking someone. So constant feedback creates continuous improvement. Uh, static and stagnant websites are seriously missing the point. Um, you could well be increasingly failing to meet your full digital marketing potential. Um, and that could be gradually moving down the SEO scales, losing website traffic. traffic. But more importantly, um, if, it's, you know, if it is static and is stagnant, then you're not kind of trying new things. Uh, websites must be upgraded, refreshed, repopulated, redesigned. Um, but putting together a plan for website improvements is not always easy. Uh, so user research is your hotbed of new ideas. Uh, so before you go into any new kind of design feature or you, you're kind of thinking about launching a new product or a new product range, um, user research can really help to guide that. So people visiting your pages and engaging with your digital profile are your strongest weapon. So you need to find out things like what your users like and dislike on the site, what they think works, what turns them away, uh, what do they want to see more of. Ultimately, you've got to filter the useful from the useless and continually refine your website to ensure your user exper user's experience meets or even exceeds their needs. Uh, from this filtering comes your process of continuous improvement, your UX roadmap that underpins your website's effectiveness and helps to improve your conversion rate. Strive for continuous improvement instead of perfection. That's uh, a quote from Kim Collins. So also a, a big important part is forget quantity and discover quality. I know it's been said so many times, uh, quantity over uh, quality over quantity. Um, and as Steve Jobs said, quality is more important than quantity. One home run is much better than two doubles. So that is so true. Uh, companies get lulled, and not just companies, people get lulled into thinking that lots of website traffic shows that their digital marketing is successful. 
Um, tools such as Google Analytics show satisfying levels of user interaction. So you almost get kind of tricked into these vanity metrics of more traffic and people actually going on your pages. Um, but an increase in traffic and page interaction can hide a deep, dark secret. All this activity could be failing to convert into sales. So traffic and interaction, things like that, they, they, they're seen as kind of vanity metrics, but are they actually converting um, into sales? So Google Analytics tells you the what, tells you what's happening, but user research tells you the why. So tools such as, like I said, Google Analytics tells you what's happening, but it doesn't tell you why it's happening. So for example, you could be driving 100,000 visitors per month to your site. 60% of those could be bouncing away in seconds. So your bounce rate, so how many people look at a page, uh, it could be your homepage, it could be your product page, whatever page it is, it could be your contact page. Um, they look at it for less than one second and then go. Um, so Google will tell you that that bounce rate is there and a kind of a normal, unfortunately, a normal sort of bounce rate um, seems to be about 50 to 60 percent in in my um, experience. A good bounce rate is about 25 percent across your whole website. Um, but imagine 60% of 100,000 visitors per month were bouncing away. That's 60,000 people coming to your site, not finding what they need to, not expecting what they were expecting, and they just leave within one second. Um, so Google Analytics will tell you that, but it doesn't tell you why. Why are 60,000 people leaving your site without even interacting? Um, so user research has the answer. Um, and it's, but it's not as difficult as you may think. The simplest way to do user research is to set a task and ask a friend or a colleague to complete the task. So it can be just as simple as that. Um, try not to guide them as much as possible. So for example, if you run an e-commerce site that sells clothing and accessories, ask your friend to find, so if it maybe is selling trainers, um, ask them to find a pair of black trainers in size nine. Um, so the word find is, is really, really important there because you haven't said navigate, you haven't said search, that's going to help you to kind of understand how they navigate around the site and how they'd find that pair of trainers. And then find a pair of black trainers in size nine. So you've got kind of three things going on. You've got the find, they've got a pair of black trainers. So they might find them in the kind of product category or they might go into a trader then change the color. Can they change the color on trainers? Um, and if they and the size nine at the end of that kind of task is important in that is it easy for them to choose a size nine is there a drop down menu for example or if they go into a number um, you'll find a lot of, from that really really simple task you'll find a lot of things out that maybe you didn't know before um, so you can either kind of sit over their shoulder um, or record them doing the tasks um, I like to use um, uh, what do I like to use? Zoom. So we do a lot of Zoom uh, interviews with users and we record Well, we did. So Zoom is a bit like Skype. Um, so it's video to video call um, and we can record their screen whilst then they, they talk through what they do. Um, so the simple test of finding that pair of black trainers in size nine will show you two things. It'll show you how users find products. Do they use navigation, buttons, links in the content, or do they use the search bar? And then two, 
they can or can't change a product's variation such as shoe size. Do they drop down to choose a size or try to tap in a shoe size into a, some number box? So those two things, that, that's what you'll kind of, that's what you'll find out. Um, ask four more friends to do the same task and you've completed your first round of user interviews. Which is a user interviews is a, the user re research method that we're talking about here. Um, so from those user interviews, you can find out why your users might be maybe failing to interact with the site the way that you intended them to. Um, and this type of website user research carried out methodically and periodically is the only sure way of knowing that the right people are engaging with your site in the right way. Um, so once you've kind of once you understand how people use your site, only then can you really redesign it to improve it. So I always kind of say that only your users can give you an expert appraisal of your website. Um, we're often approached to develop new websites and make a big impression or to evaluate existing websites to find flaws and make improvements. Um, this is the sort of task we're born for and employs like our UX talents and experience. Um, but here's the truth, even we use website user research to help improve our website because the best experts are often your own customers.